Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, Doug Addison here. Welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. You know, I've got this message that I've been so excited to bring to you. It's going to open things up for you. You've been feeling stuck. Maybe you've been feeling discouraged or maybe you're doing great. You want to go to a whole new level. But I tell you, something new is coming right now. The Lord gave me this message and it's something I do each time this year, but I just tell you that it felt like everything just flowed together for this one, and the Holy Spirit is moving right now. So, Lord, we pray right now that you would open the heavens, remove any obstacles from us stepping into the new year. I ask now, no matter when you're listening to this, I ask, Lord, that you would open the heavens to hear your voice, that you would push back the clouds of darkness and bring understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know, I've got some things that's going to help you, and I've also been releasing some prophetic words, and I want to kind of pull them together because we're stepping into the new year, and I want to invite you to get into what I would call New Year's revelation instead of a New Year's resolution. That's what the Lord told me. As I was writing this today, the Lord said that, tell people, to get revelation over resolution. And you're going to see some amazing changes. And, you know, people are getting ready for the new year, and they're actually doing New Year's resolutions. Did you know that studies show that making a radical change during the first of the year, after the holidays, and, you know, things like losing weight, getting in shape, or getting close to the Lord, getting out of debt, whatever it is that you want to do, studies show that New Year's resolutions don't usually work. You don't even want to know the statistics, just trust me. And I'm sure that's why the Lord spoke to me about this. And I want to tell you about something that's even better than the New Year's resolution. It's getting a new understanding or a new fresh revelation from God and how to get the breakthrough in your life, whatever it is that you need. So, The Lord gave me this, actually, this understanding. Back in 2004, I was overweight. I was working way too hard in my ministry. I was stressed out, and I needed to change my health. I needed to deepen my relationship with God. We needed to get out of debt. There was so many things going on. I got this download after an angelic encounter in 2004, and the Lord imparted to me over a period of time. And I want to release this to you right now. I got a New Year's revelation instead of making a resolution. And once you hear God for what you need, then there are so many strategies and tools that you can use to help implement these changes and to help you keep on track and and to get you into this next season. You know, I became a prophetic life coach during this season of my life. Back in 2004, I've helped thousands of people since then. You know, we need to get revelation into our situation. Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no revelation, 
People cast off restraint, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. So what is it that you're seeking today? You know, what do you need from God? But I want to tell you right now, let me just get into some revelation for you. The enemy is over attacking people right now. You need to know that the things that you're seeing in the world, the bad stuff, these things are not from God. These are from Satan, the enemy of our soul. He's overplaying his hand against us right now. We're seeing tragedies, earthquakes, floods, fires, shootings, the violence outbreak. This stuff is not from God. Satan does not want you to see what is coming. He's trying to distract you from your real mission. Galatians 6, 9, let us not become weary in doing good, but in the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. I want to encourage you, friends, do not give up. Due season is upon us right now, and I'm seeing it in my own life. I'm seeing a shift in the spiritual atmosphere. So I want to give some revelation, first of all, over some areas of your life and I've been releasing these prophetic words on my blog and out on the internet. Right now, first one is revelation over finances. This is a year that the Lord is going to release new strategies for finances. The reason for this is that there's been so many tragedies. There's been so many things happening. People losing their homes, entire cities being wiped out. But we need to step up right now and help them. We can't just rely on the government all the time. We need to be able to do this as a church, as individuals, and I just released a prophetic word December 2018, and in it, the Lord said to me, many of my people have been going through great calamity, but now it's time to bring great prosperity and blessings. I saw Isaiah 60, 11 gates, this is what it is, listen, your gates will always stand open. They will never be shut day or night so that people may bring you the wealth of the nations, their kings, in triumphal procession. I saw the gates in heaven opening up and financial plans and strategies being released. Now, this is not for personal gain or prosperity message. Get rid of that, all that baggage. We still need to have prosperity to do the things God calls us to do when he calls us to do them. It's very, very important to get that into your spirit. Now, I just prophesied a million dollars that came into someone's ministry. It happened within a week. I'm just saying right now, this is a time to get the strategy, to get ready, to get the faith for it. We cannot rely on our government. We need to get these kingdom financial resources to cover great calamity hitting the earth right now. And this is why the Lord is going to release financial blessings into churches businesses, individuals, groups of people, whoever has ears to hear, I saw the Lord opening the Isaiah 60, 11 gates of blessing and prosperity for the purposes of helping people in need. They're also for the purposes of global evangelism that's coming. The revival is coming. It's going to require finances to reach the poor, the poor in spirit. And I heard an angel say, The gates are open. The gates are open. The gates are open. Now, that was just a few weeks ago. This is fresh revelation. So now, what do you need? New revelation for revival, first of all. Let me define revival. You know, the Lord wants you to bring personal revival in your own life. 
revival goes beyond a meeting in a church. You know, it's not just getting excited and seeing things happen. Revival actually changes not only yourself, your family, your city, nations, the world. It changes everything. Now, as God begins to move in new ways, the least likely people are going to start following Jesus and being open to God. And this is similar to the last known revival in North America called the Jesus People Movement of 1970s. It shocked the church. I'm saying right now, get ready to be stretched. Revival has to start in your own life first before we see it come to our family, friends, churches, and nations. And I've already been experiencing this in my own life. I've been having encounters with the Lord. I've never been this close to the Lord in my entire 59 years on earth. Expect God to start renewing your life, bringing personal revival. And I tell you, this is a time. Let me release another prophetic word for you. There's new revelation coming for relationships. I released this back in November about a prophetic word about marriages, ministries, and business partnerships coming together. And the Lord spoke to me, Isaiah 34, 16 and 17. Look in the scroll of the Lord and read. None of these will be missing. Not one will lack her mate, for it is his mouth by the Lord's mouth that he's given the order and by his spirit, he will gather them together and he's allotting their portions and he's distributing the measures and they will possess it forever and dwell there from generation to generation. What the Lord's saying as he's pulling people together, this is not just about marriages. This is about businesses, churches, people are coming together. I had released a prophetic word uh, years ago, my first encounter I ever had uh, in 1991. And it was about divine alliances or end-time marriages. I had to rename it because people started thinking it was a marriage. But I tell you, two are better than one. You know, God's pulling together couples. He's pulling together more than one person. You know, partnerships are going to start happening. It is happening right now. I tell you, people have been kept single or maybe they've been divorced. You heard the Lord and you somehow got divorced. You don't know what's going on. Or maybe that your spouse died. Something happened. You know, that's going to change. Things are going to shift right now. And also, maybe you were part of a business that went under or didn't take off. Or maybe the same with ministry. God's going to pull together Jeremiah thirty-two, thirty-nine. I'm going to give them singleness of heart and action so that they will always fear me and that they will go well with them and even their children. So God is doing something new right now. I tell you, there's new revelation being released from heaven about your destiny, about the reason that you came to earth. The Lord is opening the books of heaven over you. Yes, there is a book in heaven with your name on it, Psalm 139, 16. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. The Lord is now going to give you understanding for the reason that you were created and brought to the earth. The books of heaven are now being opened. The book of your life's purpose is about to be revealed to you. Now, this is not a physical book, but it's spiritual. And you don't have to actually see it or be a seer like me to see these things. God's just going to do it. He's releasing right now, Colossians 1.26, the mysteries which have been hidden 
from ages and from generations, but now being revealed to his saints. I tell you, God is revealing the mysteries and things that were hidden. They're now being opened. So expect to see revelation into your destiny. Expect to see new revelation into your relationship with God. Psalm 91, my favorite, verse 1 and 2. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. You know, the Lord is drawing you to enter into the secret place. This is a place of intimacy where it's not just about your prayer request anymore. It's about knowing his heart. And it's okay to ask for his hand in the process of going after his heart. Don't think you can't do that because God's a loving father. And I know if my daughter, you know, if if we interacted and she didn't want anything from me, she wouldn't ask her if she refused anything. That wouldn't be love at all. So there's a balance coming. Song of Solomon 8, verses 6 and 7, Place me as a seal on your heart, like a seal on your arm, for a love as strong as death. Its jealousy unyielding as the grave, it burns like a blazing fire, like a mighty flame. Many waters cannot quench this love. Rivers cannot sweep it away. That's what's coming right now. I want to release this revelation of intimacy with the Lord. And it's not about being good or doing good things. It's about understanding the love of the Father, the love of the Lord for you. You know, you can have these things in your life, and what's holding most people back is just the lack of clarity. Without vision, people perish. One of my favorite versions of this verse is Proverbs twenty nine eighteen in the Message Translation. If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. Wow, that's so cool, because not only do you see what God's doing, that's the clarity, but you also attend to it. That's why I became a prophetic life coach, because I use the gift of prophecy and dream interpretation and understanding of the way God speaks so that we can see what he's doing to get clarity. Then we can attend to it. That is that you can press in and do some things that are practical to make it real in your life. So once you get clarity, it shifts the spiritual atmosphere and doors begin to open for you. Momentum can kick in. So maybe you can identify with some of these things. You know there's something more that you've been called to do in your life, but you don't know what it is or where to start. Maybe you feel stuck in your current situation or you've given up on some of your passion and dreams. Maybe you don't know what to do next and you You don't feel released, so you feel stuck in your certain situation right now, or maybe you feel like you've lost hope. Maybe you can identify with these things. These are the symptoms of someone who needs a breakthrough, and I see so many people like this. So what is it you feel called to do? Thinking about this year, you want some revelation instead of resolution, and then you feel called to write a book, get married or strengthening your marriage get healthier, lose weight, go to school or ministry training, get a better job, start a business or a ministry. Maybe you want to deepen your relationship with the Lord. You know, you can do it. You just need a breakthrough. If you're not able to get it, I tell you, God has created you uniquely. 
You were created in his image. This is so important. You know, he says that he created us in his image, and he's a creative God. It means you're creative as well. I don't care if you're a bookkeeper, you know, an engineer or an artist. Doesn't matter. We're all creative because we have the creative spirit of the Lord resting in us. God is limitless. There's no limits in God. So what you can do through his love and power, through his strength, has no limits. Now, you don't want to get ahead of the Lord, but at the same time, you don't want to let that shut you down. There are no limits in the way God can speak to you, how he can use you. He can work with you, and you can work hand-in-hand with him. This is an important understanding to get your breakthrough. You can have access, everything that you need, to succeed right now. You have it. It's like a Holy Spirit tool belt hanging on your waist. Or or think of it as, as, you know, if you're a cook in the kitchen, you have all the utensils you already need. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But with God, all things are possible. You need to get these things in your spirit. God is for you. He's not against you. God is not angry with you. God loves you and desires you to succeed and to prosper. God is not punishing you. This is so important because there's some false teachings out there about judgment and God being angry. It's far from the truth. Now, it's possible that there's things that you need to take care of, but that is not the Lord because we see it over and over in the Bible. God is love. So what will help right now, if you want to bring some changes in your life, is to align yourself to bring these things into your life. And how you do that is to align yourself with heaven. Jesus said in Matthew 6.10, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, this is when he was teaching us to pray. God's plan for you, the principles and the promises in the Bible, all the prophetic words spoken over you are already settled in heaven. And all you need to do then to get them to earth is to start to come into agreement with them, believing even though you don't see them. That's what faith is. It's, it's evidence of things that we do not see yet, and you need to contend for them because the enemy is contending against you to not get them. And I want to say we need to stand up and contend with heaven right now. Come into agreement with heaven or God's ways over your life is the first step. Now. Next, you want to change any limiting or ungodly beliefs that you have about yourself or about God. Besides the love verse, Jesus said the most powerful law in the Bible, that's what he said about love. The next one, I believe, that is the most powerful in my life anyway, is Matthew 6.33. But put first the kingdom of God. Do what he wants you to do, then all these other things will be given to you. Or some versions say, seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. This is aligning yourself on earth as it is in heaven. So practically, what's this mean? It means to ask God before Google or someone else. Take time to seek the Lord. Take time. It doesn't matter how long. You can do it in a short amount of time or greater. And maybe you're busy and you're having a hard time. The Lord knows these things. But contend for more. You want to press in right now to get your breakthrough. But you'll need to watch out and deal with what I call the dream thief. 
the dream thief. Maybe you've had some, you know, things that you have had to give up on. Maybe you uh, feel like you're called to another level. You've had dreams in your life, but then they get taken away. John 10.10, but the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come, Jesus said, that they may have life and have life to the fullest or the abundance. That The Greek for that is zeo life. That is like a party level overflowing with joy life. But you know, Satan comes in to steal your zeo life. Things that steal our dreams may be internal negative thinking, being unfocused, undisciplined health issues, being stressed out. Those are internal things. There's some external things. Maybe you get in a bad situation, economic conditions, other people's behavior. There's internal or external things that can steal your dreams. But you can still rise above these things and stay focused and at peace. It is possible you can still succeed in the midst of any situation. I believe that's why Jesus demonstrated walking on water in the midst of the storm. God wants to give you a breakthrough, but there's some obstacles that you want to be aware of. Here's some of the, what I call, belief obstacles. Most people stay in the, I'll pray about it mode. Many people are driven by fear over faith. Maybe people are afraid of doing something from their own strength, so they don't do anything at all. That's what I see most as a prophetic life coach. Also, there's some teachings going around that encourage people to wait on God to open the doors and not to do anything themselves. Now, it's true. You want to wait. There is a, a value in waiting, but there are things that you can do while you're waiting. You don't want to wait passively. I remember waiting on the Lord to be released into ministry. I was working a corporate job in the San Francisco Bay Area back in the 90s. And I tell you, I I felt like I was, you know, I felt tormented at times because I was so excited. I knew God had a call on my life. Then I started, instead of passively waiting because it was discouraging me, I started doing things that would help me towards the calling I felt. So I started reading books, taking courses, going to conferences, doing small things over time, and it shifted the spiritual atmosphere. And when it was time to go, I was prepared. It's like when David stepped up to, to bring down Goliath, he said, oh, I killed the lion and the bear watching my father's sheep. I can do this. And so right now, you can actually do small things over time I call that getting the breakthrough lifestyle going. Another thing that's holding people back is operating in servant mode as opposed to a son or a daughter of the king. You know, I saw this uh, vision a few years ago, several years ago, and I saw the king's table, and there was only a few people sitting at the king's table, the table of the Lord. It's mentioned several times in the New Testament, and the Lord is had called people to be at his table as sons and daughters, but the majority of the people were lined up around the table dressed in servant clothing, like butlers and servants, and they were waiting on the Lord. Yes, Lord, whatever you want me to do. Yes, Lord, whatever whatever you want. Whatever. Now, there's, a, there's value in that. We need to learn the Lord's heart, but there's a time right now. I want to call people right now. You need to actually move into a place of maturity and learn the voice of the Lord and learn that you don't have to wait for a command 
for him to tell you to do everything. Now, there are some people who are learning right now in, in a different seasons of your life, but I want to tell you, I took a seat at the table of the Lord years ago, and it was after an encouragement from Randy Clark, who I heard this message from the first time, and he said that I was sitting out in the bunkhouse instead of being at the table of the Lord. And this is something I want to call you. You can come to the table of the Lord. That means that you're a servant. Yes, you are. But you know, even as a father, I I was so happy when my daughter learned to clean a room without me telling her. It's the same thing. Everyone's waiting on the Lord to tell them what to do. But then Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Many people don't know the desires of their heart. But you know, if you delight yourself in the Lord, you know his heart. Your heart becomes in line. Then you can sit at the table of the Lord with him. Now, there's things that we need to overcome with the dream thief. First of all, Galatians 6, verse 7, whatever you do, whatever one sows, you shall reap. So you can actually change your life right now. If you're sowing, grumbling, complaining, discouragement, if you're sowing, you know, whatever it is that you're doing on a regular basis, all you have to do is shift it to something positive with the Lord. This is not positive thinking, really. You know, you need to be able to align yourself with heavenly ways, even though it doesn't look like it. This will radically change your life because it aligns you with faith, which is having the evidence of things that you don't see yet. So this is the secret of how I'm able to hear the Lord is because no matter how things look, no matter how I feel, I align myself with the positive side of God. So What you believe or have faith for, whatever you've been asking in prayer, believe that you have already received it and it's yours. That's Mark 11, 24. Jesus said this. Believe you've already received it. That will align you with these things that are coming. So these will align you with heaven. And then once you get aligned with heaven, you're going to want to align your mind or your soul on earth. 2 Corinthians 5.17, therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new is here. So that's aligning yourself on earth as it is in heaven. We need to get a new mindset. Older ways of thinking and doing things can become less effective. That's how you'll know right now. Maybe uh, a way of praying or reading the Bible or something just doesn't sit right. You want to change it up. Renewing your mind is required for all of us. We, you know, we're sitting on a gold mine of opportunities of being used by the Lord. You don't have to wait to be in ministry. You're in ministry right now. I tell you, yesterday I was shopping and I went into a store. I heard the Lord say, you're about to have an encounter. And I wasn't in a ministry setting. I wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't like praying and fasting, listening to worship music. I wasn't in a church. I walked into a store, a grocery store, and there was a woman that the Lord opened up. Suddenly he opened up and I was able to give a prophetic word. And it, it something opened and broke off grief off this woman. She wept. I tell you, it was so powerful. And it was probably more powerful than at, at an altar. But that was just, I tell you, it was at a grocery store in the produce aisle. So prophetic produce prophecies. I want to just say this. We're sitting on a gold mine of opportunities. It just depends 
how you view it. Now, I wasn't feeling good yesterday. It was raining. It was, you know, I was tired. It felt inconvenient. Everything didn't feel right. But I was able to shift a woman's atmosphere and speak a word of encouragement into her life. And I tell you, this is the important thing, what you focus on. How you view a situation or the world is very important. By focusing on, you know, what's wrong, why we can't do it, why we shouldn't do it, you can convince yourself that you actually could lock the heavens down over you. You need to create a new reality. Whatever you focus on continually, eventually becomes your reality, whether it's reality or not, or it can actually be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Proverbs 11.27 Whoever seeks good finds favor, but evil comes to the one who searches for it. You know, I'm not saying you're searching for evil, but this is actually the idea of the spiritual principle I'm trying to explain to you. We need to be looking for the good things of the Lord, and that will shift the spiritual atmosphere. Right now, if you want to change, I can teach you to change instantly. Just like I went into that store, I tell you, I felt down. But I walked in the store and came totally in a new situation because I was able to change my focus outside of what I felt. Let me explain this more. Have you ever been hurt or mad at someone? Maybe something had happened you didn't understand. Then later on, you find out more of the story. Maybe they didn't mean it. Or, you know, someone cut you off in the car. and You didn't know that they were on the way to the hospital because someone had died. You don't know. So when that happens, it brings a new revelation. So if that is a case with how things go, why not try to do this on a regular basis to shift and flip those things? So, you know, instead of flying off the handle, we can actually begin a new habit of not thinking the worst, but blessing instead of cursing Not always easy, I'm saying, takes 21 days to start a habit. That's why I say, go on a negative thought and talk fast, and you'll come into this time. For me and my team, what we do is we created the negative-free lifestyle where we're doing it all the time. Now, we want to go after the prize. Philippians 3, 13, Paul says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself having to take hold of it, But one thing I do, forgetting what's behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenwardly in Christ Jesus. I'm telling you right now, I, Doug Addison, I don't think that I've taken hold fully of the things I'm talking about, but I do know this, I forget what's behind me and I press on each day to win the prize, so to speak. So, It's time to press in as if to win. Now, there's four things that you can do right now. I call it the belt, B-E-L-T. The Lord gave me this acronym a while back as I was coaching people. The B stands for building a daily foundation. Now, that might vary depending on your, you know, the season of your life. Maybe you, you have children. Maybe you're in a situation where working several jobs. doesn't matter. Build a foundation of prayer connecting with God, reading the Bible. Those are the basic things that you can do. Building the foundation, that's the B. E is to eliminate fear. I can't tell you how important it is to kick fear out of your life. Fear is not just an emotion. 
it's also a demonic spirit. And if you come into agreement with this spirit, you got to be careful. It can torment you. You don't want to do that. So I recommend kicking fear out of your life. Arrest it. Get it out. The L in belt is learn to discern God's voice. You can know the difference between God's voice, your voice, and the enemy's voice. I tell you, you're able to do that. It is possible. And years ago, someone said, if you could do that, you'd have a best-selling book. Well, guess what? I can do that. I can show you how to learn to discern. The T in belt is transform limiting or ungodly beliefs, and that will be renewing your mind. It takes time. It starts with fasting from negativity, thoughts, and talk, and then develop the negative-free lifestyle. It will transform your ungodly beliefs, and it will also open the heavens over you. You know, the hardest part of change is simply getting started. Once you get started, I remember back in 2004 when the Lord called me to get in shape. Oh my goodness, I didn't know what to do. Well, he said, why don't you just go for a walk tomorrow? So one thing I needed to do, I needed to go find my walking shoes. I didn't even know where they were. Set my alarm, you know, get up a half hour early, and I went for a walk. And then it started to kick in. I remember my first time around the track, you know, at the park. I all these, no, no offense here because I'm a grandfather now, but all these grannies were lapping me. You know, they were going around me, and I felt like, a man, I'm out of shape, you know. But it wasn't long. I tell you, doing small things, just going a few times a week, going doing small things over time will give you what I call the breakthrough strategy. Do one small step towards what God's calling you to do or go either a day or a week at least, then I tell you, after two weeks, three weeks, six weeks, six months, you'll be in a greater place, a way new level. And it was all by small effort and not a lot of effort. So it's called the breakthrough lifestyle. I I do it all the time. Each day I look at the calendar. I think, you know, what's one thing? If I did it today, it would help me. And these are the things that I focus on. So doing the small things done consistently. Also, you can change the spiritual atmosphere through love, thankfulness, and giving of yourself. Like I did in a store. I went and gave a prophetic word. You don't have to be prophetic to do it. You can go encourage someone. I try to create the holiday season all the time. During the holidays, we give. I, I tell you, I'm not trying to boast here. I'm just trying to give you some tools. I carry with me some extra money or some, uh, better yet, some gift cards, like for Starbucks. I get them for $5 each. I pray over them, lay hands on them. Then I find the people in need and I shift the spiritual atmosphere. And that's what really counts. Also, you'll want to get a positive kingdom perspective. God is positive and the attacks that are coming against you are not from him. So once you recognize that, you'll look at the opposite of that and flip it and flip it good. I tell you, you need to do this. This is how to contend with the enemy that's contending against you, opening your book of purpose. The fourth thing I'm giving you right now is called CIA, Continual Improvement Always. Remove any inner obstacles. Develop plans. Continue to grow. Never stop learning. Never stop moving towards the goal. So what is it you want to do in 2019? Did you know you can take a step right now by applying just one thing in this podcast. That's it. Just one thing. If you would apply one of the principles, maybe listen to this again, share it with a friend, think about what you want to do 
Think about the belt. Think about the, the breakthrough lifestyle. One of these things will change your life radically. So, Lord, I pray right now. I pray for that anointing that I had, that I got fresh anointing in 2004 that allowed me to lose the weight I needed, allowed me to get into shape, get out of debt. I pray for that anointing right now to be imparted to each person. I pray for the prophetic anointing that I carry as a prophet. I pray right now for each person listening that the heavens would open. Lord, we pray for a a revelation that would outweigh the resolution. And then when we do this, we're going to actually end up having a new year revolution. We're going to change radically in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know, if you want to go deeper on this, I'm hosting an online training called Advancing into Your New Year, How to Prepare for 2019. It's December 15th, 2018. It's 10 a.m. to noon Pacific or Los Angeles time. Now, normally these are, are $37 because it's two hours with me. I give you the notes. In fact, this one, I'm going to give you forms. I'm going to give you things that I do on a regular basis. But instead, we're going to do it for $20.19. I hope you could join me because I'm going to give you insight on how to align your life with God right now, the timing for 2019. I'm going to give you a crash course on how to get a breakthrough into your destiny, how to break through obstacles, stress, how to overcome the root causes of procrastination, activation exercises. I'll give you my many tools and forms that you can use and also do some live Q&A and do live interactive activation prayer. You get the notes, you get the forms afterwards. I do this every year, usually about this time. And it's very similar. I tell you, it's it's similar to the ones I've done before, but I'm tweaking this one to be geared for 2019. But it doesn't matter when you listen to it. You can apply this to any time of your life. Go to DougAddison.com. Listen, I hope you have a great new year and God's blessings flow over you in abundance. God bless you. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.